0: I got a word in my heart last week that I want to minister on and no way that I'll be able to minister the whole message today, but how many of you will stick with me? So we're starting a little mini-series, praise God, and the word I got was advance, advance. And the word advance means to move forward in a purposeful way or to make progress. Is anybody against making progress? To advance means a forward movement, a development or improvement. It is God's will for all of us to advance, to move forward, to make progress, and to increase. Advancement is connected to your soul and how well you are doing in your mind, in your soul. In Third John 2, he said, Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you may pr- prosper is advancing. Prospering is increasing. It's making progress. It is the plan of God for us to prosper and be in health. Now notice this. Even as thy soul prospers. The prosperity of our soul by the renewing of our minds is a major key for us to advance and to increase in life. The scripture says that the Lord is mindful of us. Don't think for one moment that he's forgotten you. Don't think for one moment that his hand is not upon you. Don't think that he does not have a glorious future for your life. The Lord has been mindful of you and me. And as a result, He will increase us less and less. Is that what the Bible says? It says no. He's going to increase us how much? More and more. So I want to share some ingredients that will help us all to advance. And I've made an acrostic out of the word advance. A stands for attitude. D stands for decision, determination, and diligence. That's a big one. V stands for vision. A, anticipation or expectation. N stands for never look back. Never, ever look back. You love this next one. C stands for celebrate. Celebrate even the small advances. Celebrate, Celebrate even the small progress. For there is nothing small. In the eyes of the master. And then E stands for enjoy. Enjoy. Let's talk a little while this morning about our attitude. Are you ready? Father, I like to pray like Donnie Moore prayed. Father, help! In Jesus' name, we love Donnie. What a great man of God. Hallelujah. And so our attitude then deals with our thinking. It deals with our believing. And it also deals with our speaking. It is our point of view. How we see things. It has to do with our mindset. How we look at circumstances. How we deal with the roadblocks that come all of our way. And again... This is where the renewing of our mind is vital. I love how the NLT says this in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. He says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. But let God or His Word transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn praise God, to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What a great scripture. I like how the Amplified says it. He says this, Don't be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, that word "transform" means changed, By the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude. I am looking at a congregation filled with new creations. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. As a new creation He's given us new eyes to see He's given us ears to hear But I believe He has also given us A new attitude A new outlook God's word is transformational It'll change the way you think It'll change the way you go to work It'll change the way you deal with one another. Oh, hallelujah. Aren't you glad that we've got a book full of God's transforming thoughts? Transforming thoughts. I like what Ephesians chapter 4 says. In verse 22, he tells us now that you put off concerning the former conversation or the former behavior of the old man. We will never be able to keep Jack in the box. We'll never be able to keep our body under unless we present it to God as a living sacrifice and take the time daily to renew our mind so that we can be changed in the spirit of our mind and have a new attitude. So be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. The Amplified says, in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Now notice verse 24. Read it with me. And that you put on the new man. Put on the new man. Don't forget who you are. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The renewing of our minds will help us develop a spiritual mindset. Romans eight six says this for to be carnally minded, what does it produce? Yeah. To be carnally minded is death. Yeah. And we can be Christians and be as carnal as an old hoodal. Yeah. Now I haven't checked in the dictionary to see if hoodals are carnal. It's just an ex- expression. <laughs> But if we don't expose ourselves I mean constantly and continually to His Word and to His presence and gathering together, carnality will slip in. So to be carnally minded never produces life. To be carnally minded will produce death. But that's not us. But to be spiritually minded, what does it produce? A person that is spiritually minded has a new attitude because he's a new creation, because he's found out who he is in the New Testament, will have life and only peace every day of their lives. And so his word then Changes us. It transforms us. It helps us to see life through his point of view. It helps us to see what we're going through through the lens of God's word. And have you discovered that there's always going to be stuff in your way? I wish it weren't so. But there's always going to be something that comes up. There's always going to be something that will attempt to impede your progress and to keep you from advancing. And we see a classic example of that in Numbers, the 13th chapter. So in Numbers chapter 13, in verse 1, you remember this story, the Lord spoke unto Moses and he told them in verse 2, Send thou men that they may search out the land of Canaan, which I give to the children of Israel of every tribe of their fathers. Send ye a man, every one a ruler among them. So there were, how many tribes were there? There were 12 tribes. Now notice, we'll drop down to verse 17. And Moses sent them out to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward, And go into the mountain, verse 18, and see the land, what it is, and what the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak or few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether they be wood therein or not, and, notice this, and be ye of what? Be ye of good courage. If we're going to advance in this life, we must be courageous. He said, look, the land is yours, but you're going to have to go in and possess it. I'm sending you on a recon so that you can see what you're dealing with. But I'm not sending you into this land that you draw back in fear. So fear not and be courageous. Amen. Amen. And bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. Verse 23. And they came to the brook of Eschol and cut from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes And they bear it between two upon a staff. Think about that. Those are some good grapes. I didn't see any of those at Sprouts the other day. (laughs) And they brought of the pomegranates. And they brought of the figs. Verse 24. The place was called the brook of Eschol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching out the land after 40 days. And so they brought back word to Moses. All 12 of them. Now notice in verse 27 what happened. And they told him and said, We've come into the land where you sent us. And surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Verse 28. Nevertheless. You've got to watch out for those unbelieving neverthelesses. Another word for nevertheless is but. Sometimes we just need to get the neverthelesses and the buts out of the way. Yes. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, uh oh, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, and even the Termites. They dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, he'd had enough, and he'd heard enough of what they were saying. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. Can't you just see him? Caleb came out from among them, and he stilled them before Moses, and said... Let us go up next week. Let us go up when it feels good. But let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able. Woo! Did you know that you're well able? Did you know that you have the ability that only God can give? Do you know that you're well able to go up at once and possess what God said is yours? Caleb had a different attitude, Caleb had a different spirit. Caleb would not be denied. Now, verse 31. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. They forgot about God. They forgot about how strong God is. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched under the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which came of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. Did you notice that their unbelief, their unwillingness to advance, their unwillingness to make progress, diluted the way that they saw themselves compared to the giants. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. I submit to you, those giants most likely were very afraid of them. Because they already knew what happened at the Red Sea. And what's a few Anak's and Amalekites and Hittites compared to the Red Sea experience where the the Egyptian army was drowned? But because they saw themselves as grasshoppers, notice the rest of the verse, and so we were in their sight. What happened is they lost sight of what God said And they saw themselves according to the flesh. And they disqualified themselves from advancing and progressing and increasing. It even got worse. In Numbers chapter 14, they started talking about how great Egypt was. Yeah, they were beaten, you know, eating hardly anything. And they got so upset, they spoke of stoning them. They spoke of stoning Moses, Joshua, and Caleb. And they said, "No, we can't do this." Pick it up in verse thirty, uh, in verse uh, six of Numbers fourteen. They were kept in the wilderness because they had a wilderness mentality it had so much to do the way they saw themselves but Caleb had the right spirit because it was based on what God said Numbers 14 verse 6 and Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh which were of them that searched the land rent their clothes verse 7 And they spoke unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search, it's an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. And for you and I to advance, we must have the same attitude that Joshua and Caleb had. We must have the attitude with God, there is nothing that is impossible. We must have a different spirit. In Numbers 14 and verse 24, he said, But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit, the NIV says, a different spirit with him, hath followed me fully, and I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to bring him in. And not only am going to bring him in, I'm going to bring his seed in. Did you know the attitude in which you have can also affect your seed? Yes. Come on moms and dads, you need to have a posture of confidence, a posture of courage, a posture of faith in your home. Your children need to see mom and dad praying. Your children need to see mom and dad declaring. Your children need to see your your mom, their mom and dad walking by faith and not by sight. He had a different spirit. He had the spirit of faith. My spiritual dad, Kenneth Hagan, Hagin, said this, The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. Yeah. Oh, say it with me. The spirit of faith. Spirit of faith. It is, it is. The, spirit the spirit of victory. Now, they were hindered for many years. It took Joshua and Caleb many more years to go in. But those 10 of those 12 and their seed, the scripture says that they were overthrown in the wilderness. They not only didn't make it in to their promised possession, but they suffered great tragedy and were overthrown and were kept from advancing. But folks, if you and I, glory to God, If we will settle for anything less than God's best and maintain the spirit of faith and a positive mindset, you will move forward. You will move forward in your career. You will go from glory to glory. You will go from strength to strength. You will go from sickness to health. You will go from lack to abundance in Jesus' name. You'll make progress. You will advance. A scripture that has helped me immeasurably throughout the years is found in the book of Philippians. And it's chapter 4 and verse 13. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, he said, "I can. I can do some things." No. I can do all things through who? I can do all things through Christ the Anointed One and His anointing, which strengthens me. Hallelujah. The enemy will never tell you you can do it, he will always come along with a circumstance or a vision or an image. You, others can but you can't. Others can own their own home, but not you. No, not you. Never. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough this. You don't have enough that. You just can't. But I hear the Spirit of the Lord says, for every can't that the devil has, God has an always. I said God has an always. He is, after all, the way. He is the truth. And He is the life. He can make a way when the devil says, no way. When the devil says, you can't, you rise up boldly with the spirit of faith and a glorious attitude. And declare, I can do all things through Christ. Which strengthens me. Hallelujah. Glory to, God. glory to God you can do it yes. you can make it yes. you can move upward you can move onward in the things of God hallelujah. hallelujah I like what John Maxwell says he said this attitude is the librarian of our past it is the speaker of our present and it is the prophet of our future You have heard different quotes about attitude. We must maintain an attitude of gratitude. Another one I like. Your attitude determines your altitude. How far you can go in life. It will take you a long way. D stands for determination, decision and diligence. God has given every one of us a choice every day. In Deuteronomy 30, he says, I call to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, do what? When you're choosing life, you say, I'm choosing to move forward. I'm choosing the blessing." It may not look good. It may not look like the curse is all around me, but I'm making the quality decision. I'm choosing the blessing. I'm choosing life. Now notice here again, that both thou and thy seed may live. Make a decision. I'm going to move forward. And did you know that sometimes in order for us to move forward, there are some things that need to be deleted from our lives? This may not be a popular message, but it's very true. We cannot advance carrying the weights of this world on us. He told us in Hebrews, he said, lay aside the weights and every sin that would so easily beset us, lay them aside. I don't know what weights you may need to lay aside. But I've had a list of them the Lord's given me over the years. Yeah. This will keep you moving. This will keep you from... This will keep you progressing and never turning back. Do you remember what God said to the children of Israel? They were over there ready to cross the Red Sea. In Exodus chapter 3 verse 13 through 14 verses 13 through 15. It said Moses said to the people. Fear ye not. Stand still. Glory to God. Is that a good word? Fear ye not. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Which he will show you today. For the Egyptians. Which you have. Seen today, you shall see them again. Whoo, no more, no moss, no more forever. Look at verse 14. The Lord's gonna fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Verse 15, and the Lord said unto Moses. Therefore, criest thou unto me, Speak unto the children of Israel, That they go forward. Look at your neighbor and say, Go forward. forward. Advance Advance. And increase. Everything that God had for them, And everything that he has for you, Is ahead of you. He has so much in store for the body of Christ. All the things that we're about to possess, that we're about to see, that we're about to do in Christ Jesus are just out ahead of us. Your breakthrough is out ahead of you. Your ministry is out ahead of you. Oh, hallelujah. Your wealthy place is out ahead of you. Glory to God. God is moving on the behalf of His people. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 points this out. He talks about how that we're His handiwork, His workmanship, we're recreated in Christ Jesus, we're born anew, that we may do those good works which God has before ordained before the foundation of the world, taking paths that He prepared. Oh, what a preparer. What a planner. Oh, hallelujah. Taking paths that He has prepared and prearranged for us, ready for us to live. Living what kind of life? Living the good life. The good life. The good life includes advancement. It includes increasing. David said this. He said, I would have never made it. Has anyone in the house ever felt like, man, I just don't know whether I can make it. We got three honest people here. Or I don't know what in the world I'm going to do exactly. We don't want to do anything in the world. We want to do what's in the Word. But David, you know, he was a human being just like we are. He was discouraged by some of the tests and trials that he faced. I mean, for heaven's sakes, he was chased by Saul. Saul tried to throw a javelin at him and pin him to the wall. One day, David had a talk with his soul. How many of you know your soul needs some faith talk? And he said, soul, why are you so disquieted within me? Here's what you need to do, soul. Sometimes we need to have a good conversation with the man in the mirror. Here's what you need to do, soul. Hope thou in God. Get your anticipation up. Get your expectation up. Continue to fight the good fight of faith, David. Hope thou in God. And David got it. And here's what David said from what the Lord said, For I will yet praise Him. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to praise him in the fat times I'm going to praise him in the lean times I'm going to praise him in the good times I'm going to praise him in the bad times I'm going to praise him when my body feels well I'm going to praise him when I feel sick I'm going to praise him when there's plenty of money I'm going to praise him when there's lack I will yet praise him is there any praisers in the house Is there anybody that will say, this is happening, yet I will praise him. For you are the help, you are the health of my countenance. You are my God and you'll never leave me nor forsake me. I took on the lion. I took on the bear. I took on Goliath. You were that stone in my hand, and you knocked that big boy down. And there is nothing that I face. There's nothing that I lack. There's nothing that God can't do. There's nothing that God will not do for my life. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to run when I don't feel like running. I'm going to dance when I don't feel like dancing. I'm going to shout when I don't feel like shouting. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. And I'm going to praise him from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. For the name above every name is worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Woo. It doesn't wear, but what might be going on. I'm going to praise him. Come on, let's give him about 15 seconds of unlimited praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. We are going to praise him. We're going to shout while the walls are facing us. We're going to shout. While there's recession, we're gonna shout while the gas prices climb. We're gonna shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We are the church of the living God. Our God is alive. He's not dead. He is alive. Our God is not dead. He is alive. Our God is not dead. He is alive. alive. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive. And He's living in you. And He's living in me. Woo! Lift your hands up and let's give Him praise today. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 devil. You thought you'd pull it off. But no way. No way. Jehovah Rapha is the way. Jehovah Sidkenu is my way. Jehovah-Raha is my way. Jehovah, woo, glory to God, Shama is my way. He is Jehovah. He is the Lord that healeth me. He is the Lord my righteousness. He is the Lord my shepherd. He is the Lord that is ever present. He is my victory. <laughs> Come on, laugh a little bit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You've been so good to me. And so David said, man, things are looking bad. He said, I would have fainted. I would have fallen out. In other words, I was down for the nine count. But somewhere between the nine count In the ten count, the Spirit of the Lord came upon me. The Spirit of God came upon me and He quickened me. Glory to God. Glory to God. I would have fainted, I can say that. You can say that. We all can say that. We all have had different tests. We've all had different trials. But thanks be unto God, we've got a testimony. we got a testimony. And our testimony is our Redeemer liveth. He is alive. So he said, I would have fainted. Unless, come on. This was David's attitude. This was David's determination. This was David's diligence. This was David's decision. Unless I had believed. I put my stake in the ground. And I believe. To see. Come on. To see the goodness of God. In the land of the living. To see the goodness of God in my knees. To see the goodness of God in my mind. To see the goodness of God in my feet. To see the goodness of God in my family. I'm not going to faint. I'm going to be strong and of a good courage. Because my God is alive. And He's living. Hallelujah. So what do you say? We tap in. With strong decisions, strong determinations, and strong diligence, we tap in and let us move forward. Let us make a quality decision. Say with me, I'm making progress. I'm moving forward. I'm not going to remain the same. I'm not going to stay in the same place. I'm going from glory to glory. I'm going from strength to strength. I'm going from faith to faith. Hallelujah. If you will not stop and you just keep moving, even when you don't feel like it, just keep moving. Just keep trusting. Well, things haven't gone my way. Not yet. But if you will trust Him, you will make progress. You will advance. And you will increase. Let's give Him praise for what we've heard this morning. Glory to God.